Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be Life is a Process of Recreation or Recreation, if you look at it differently. So I got an email success story here from a guy who describes how he completely transformed his life. He's read the book 13 times. And again, as I say in the book, 10 to 15 times, this guy's read it 13 times, got a great success story. It's the common thread that you hear over and over and over again about people that are doing things right. And so it's he's changed his peer group. I mean, he's just his relationship is amazing. He's been following me for about three years. So I got a quote that I wrote. And then we're going to go through his email to see what he did successfully to turn things around in hopes that he can inspire anybody that's watching this that's got some doubts, that's going, what's this fucking guy with his buzz cut and his blue fucking champion shirt? What, what can that fucking prick teach me? Well, sit back, listen, watch, and learn. So quote says, your friends family, lovers, and peer group influence your attitude, behavior, and actions more than you know. When you think or feel that you are undeserving of what you really want, which is really just a false mental construct imprinted upon you by those you surround yourself with, your actions will be consistent with how you view yourself to be. Life proceeds out of your intentions for it. What you focus on expands and eventually becomes your reality. If you see yourself as limited, your success will be limited. If you see yourself as being abundant and full of possibilities, then your life will become a reflection of your actions and over time you will literally astound yourself with what you can accomplish. With enough time, repetition, learning, growing, improvement, refinement, and persistence, you can create the life and lifestyle you've always dreamed of. You can either spend your limited time on this earth playing it safe and small, or you can spend it taking action and trying to become all that you are capable of being, having, and experiencing. That's the way I, I look at life. I think I wrote about that or discussed it in my second book, Mastering Yourself. You know, when I was a kid, I was into model trains a lot. And so I would spend like a year or two, like taking most of my paper out money and money that I made working for my parents at their business. And I would be buying train cars or train engines or landscaping or lights, just always putting into this crazy layout that I was doing. And, you know, you got a big four by eight sheet of plywood. I mean, you can only go around the track or do a figure eight so many times before it it kind of gets fucking boring after a while. And so what I would do is then I would tear it all apart and come up with a new layout and a new design. Sometimes I have mountains and stuff like that I would build in it. So I was constantly building it. And then once it got done, usually take a year or so to get done because obviously it was a kid, didn't have tons of money. So I'd spend a year or two, a year, year and a half building a layout, get it done, keep it away for a few months. And then I'd come up with something new to change and, and build it out. And it's like, it's kind of funny. It's like, it's a metaphor for how I've always lived my life. I built things up, tear it down, build something new. And like I talk about mastering yourself, it's like, it's all, like I said in the, the title of the video, it's like, it's about recreation or recreation, recreating your life over and over and over again as you go through it. 
as you go through your journey because you have things that you come up with that you want to do, that you're excited about, that seem compelling and interesting. You get that job that you want and it's exciting and it's amazing. But after a few years, you're like, okay, what's the next step? I'm not challenged here anymore. I want to do something different. And the same thing with relationships. As you grow and you become better, you want friends to match where you've grown to. And the same thing with women that you're going to date. Sometimes you're going to outgrow the women that you're with or you're in a relationship with because you, because not everybody's going to come along with you. There's, you know, as you're going to grow, you're just going to outgrow certain people and certain people aren't going to be able to keep up and they're not going to want to keep up. They're going to keep you down where you're at. They want to keep you firmly anchored in place. If you got big dreams and big goals and big ambitions and something next you know, the next greatest, grandest version of yourself that you want to build and you got people that are trying to hold you back, you're, you're going to, as they talk about in jiu-jitsu, you're going to want to manage the distance with those people and keep them at a distance and spend your time with people who are like, yeah, let's do it, man. Let's build that. That sounds great. You can do it. I totally believe in you. You've always been able to accomplish those things you said you were going to do. You've got to be able to achieve the things that you want and a big part of doing that is who you're going to surround yourself with and spend your time with. So let's go through this guy's email. He says, good day from Down Under Coach. So you're from the land of Down Under. Throw a few shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> Thank you for your work. I happily bought your new book after reading 3% Man 13 times and you continue to blow me away with your insights, research and ongoing efforts. What's cool about at this point in my career doing this and teaching these things, obviously on the internet and YouTube and my website, is that I've got tens of thousands of people that I've interacted with over the years that I've coached. And so they've taken the wisdom and then the knowledge and the techniques and the strategies that they've learned from me and they've applied it in their own life. And then just like you are with your success story, it, I, I get good feedback of how you applied it in your own life and the results that you got. And so I learned from it. And everybody that gets to watch this video or listen to it on podcast form, either through iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or Spotify or any other podcasting platforms, which all my my videos are available now on podcasts on, we can all learn from it. And so it's like this collective brain of knowledge and wisdom. And then plus you see it in the comments people sharing their success stories and how it impacted their lives. And it's like it pushes humanity forward. It's like we all get to learn from, we all get to get better. We all learn from each other's mistakes and each other's successes. So he says, coach, I want to share my experience to hopefully help other men be aware that not only girls, but even their beta male friends will diminish their success in life. Yeah, as you start to grow beyond your peer group, there are going to be certain members of your peer group that are going to hold on and they're going to they're going to try to sandbag your success for two reasons. First reason is they're not going to want to lose you. And the second reason is is if they can sandbag you successfully and get you to stay where you are and thinking like they do, then you validate their way of living and being in the world. You know, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie with, let's see, it was Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Robin, Robin Williams. It was like the, the first one that like put those guys on the map and 
I'm trying to think, what the hell was the name of that? I can't think of the movie right now, but like at the end of the movie, Matt Damon like leaves. He's like this genius, really smart guy. He leaves to go after you know his dream and find this chick that he blew off that he later regretted. And his Ben Affleck is always telling me, you know, obviously Ben Affleck's character and the rest of the friends were always saying, someday I want to come over and knock on your door and you're not going to be there. And, you know, because they were all working these shitty, you know, difficult, hard jobs. And everybody that was in their peer group, you know, was kind of stuck where they're at and they weren't going to go anywhere. But they all recognized that he was something special and that he, he deserved more than what he had. And, he's, and it's like at the end of the movie, Ben Affleck's character comes over and knocks on the door. And Matt Damon, he's not there because he's left. He's moved on. It's just kind of what popped around. Somebody I'm sure will fact check me in the comments and put the title of that, that movie in there. He says, I have the usual tale. I was a weak beta pussy whipped washout that was struggling with a girl. I then loved but constantly settled for her shitty behavior because I didn't live like I deserved better. And after watching a few of your videos three years ago, I bought your book on iTunes, which obviously he's talking about 3% Man, which obviously it's available on iTunes. It's available at Lulu and digital. It's in, obviously this is the hardcover. You can get it in paperback. You can also get, you if you go to my website and click the links to Audible, you can actually get my first book, 3% Man, along with mastering yourself totally for free. My website's understandingrelationships.com. That's relationships with an S, understandingrelationships.com, if you're listening to this on the podcast. But you can listen to both my books for free to start your journey right now. Because this, this, you know, I know for a lot of people, this is probably going to be the first video of mine that you're going to watch. And the reason why this is such a good success story is because this guy has been following me for three years, and he read the book, 13 times and so you can also get if you do the audible free trial by clicking the links on my website that'll take you straight to audible you can get both the audiobook versions totally for free as well so you can learn all my best stuff for nothing so he says after watching three or a few of your videos three years ago i bought your book on itunes which started my journey into my own experience of healthy masculinity you know, even though my book, 3% Man, is about pickup dating and relationship skills, really what it's about is about being a man and being in your masculine and living your truth and designing and creating your life the way you want because that makes you attractive. The more successful you are at creating the life and lifestyle that you want, the more attractive you're going to be to women. He says, I now live my dream as a sports injury therapist, and the best part, Coach, is how comfortable I make people feel these days simply with my presence. Men acknowledge me as their equal, and women are naturally relaxed and playful. My fun, seemingly effortless marriage to my beautiful, supportive best friend and passionate lover, as well as all their aspects of my life, continues to grow more positive. Thank you, Coach. You're one of the greats. As my life continually improves, it constantly makes me evaluate and reevaluate the people I spend my time with, especially the guys. Absolutely. I mean, think of common sense would say if you got people going, dude, you can do it. If you're going through a tough time right now, 
the good friends are like, you'll get over it, man. You'll get another job. You'll you'll meet another girl or your business will eventually take off. You'll figure it out. But the shitty ones are, you know, I told you that was a fucking stupid idea. You should have never started that business. You should have never la- left that job. You should have never dumped that chick. You should have stayed with her. I thought she was pretty hot. Even though she was a little crazy, she was pretty hot. And I know the sex was good. You should have stayed with her. You know, those are the kind of people that are going to keep you stuck in place. He says, some men view and comment on my life, and then when I refer them to your work, it does my head in how much resistance there is to check it out. What the fuck, coach? The reality is 99.99% of the people that you're surrounded, that we're all surrounded by, they've given up. And they're just, it's quitting is easier. Success is hard. That's why socialism sounds so great to people. Because then you can say, it's not my fault. It's evil fucking rich people. If you're ever on my Instagram account, at Coach Corey Wayne, we tend to post a bunch of quotes that obviously lean over into politics. And, you know, people want to villainize rich people. It's like, that's an easy way to cop out and say, hey, it's not my fault. Oh, this, the game is rigged. It's like, how is that going to help you be more successful? You know, most people don't want responsibility for their lives. It's very easy to go, oh, it was the evil rich people. Oh, I didn't go to college. Like, oh, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Oh, I didn't have a dad growing up. Or, oh, I didn't have a mom growing up. Or, oh, I grew up in foster care. Or, I have freckles growing up. Or, I'm too short. Or, I'm too tall. Or, I'm bald. Or, I'm fat. Or, nobody likes me. Or, I live in a shitty town. Or, or I don't have any skills, or I'm not that smart. I don't have enough money yet. I gotta sell my jet skis first. Or I gotta fix my tennis elbow. And people always got excuses that get in the way because it's easy to quit. It's easy to give up because most of the people have. Most of the people, by the time they get to their late twenties, their dreams that they had when they were kids are fucking dead, and they've given up. And now life is all about just trying to get through the work week to get to the weekend so they can get fucking hammered or check out and watch TV and not take any responsibility for their lives. It's hard to be successful. It's hard to be an entrepreneur. It's hard to be a high achiever. It's hard to get in shape and get your body in shape. It's hard to take the things that are in this book and apply them and get better, especially if you're the type of guy that's kind of nervous and talking to people, especially when it comes to talking to cute girls. It's hard to do that. It's easy to give up and go and date the fat chick that's ugly and you don't feel anything for her. I'm sorry, it's nasty. It's like, but that's your fucking reality. I'm not here to blow sunshine up your ass. I want you to have a great fucking life. I want you to get up every day like I do and be grateful for your life and where you are and all the things that you see as blessings in your life. I look out over the water every day and go, this is fucking amazing. I wake up when I want to make wake up. I go to sleep when I want to sleep. I hang out with my friends, my family, and I date when I want to fucking date. It's amazing to be able to have total control of your time, but it was a motherfucker to get there. It wasn't easy, and I was full of doubt, and I was full of fear. And Even though I had lots of success in my life, I've had lots of periods of time when I've made changes or I changed careers, and I started new businesses where it wasn't going very well for a lot of years. It didn't just take off and blow up overnight. It took a long fucking time. And if you want to read about that struggle, I talk about it extensively in Mastering Yourself. It's fucking not, it, it wasn't easy. But 
you know, now where I'm at in the place in my life, life is great. I still have challenges. I still have things in my life that aren't the way I want them to be, you know, or things that I, I'd like to be different. But, you know, we all got something we're working on. It's like Tony Robbins says, problems are a sign of life. We all got problems. It's just how we respond to them determines our attitude and our trajectory in life. He says, many of my former friends were incredibly weak and painfully couldn't see how much they behave like stalkers chasing women away. Remember, like attracts like. You, you mentioned now you were a beta male pussy at one point. And so guess what? All your friends are beta male pussies because they validated your way of li living and being. And when you became an alpha male, you didn't want to hang out with those guys anymore. And when you're a beta male pussy, that's why alpha males don't want to fucking hang out with you. That's why alpha females don't want to date you. It's a different vibe. Like attracts like. It's hard to go from being a beta male to an alpha male. You have to go from being scared and timid and shy and make excuses to being bold and taking action and taking risks and risking rejection and risking people laughing at you and risking things saying harsh shit to you. And even you, that includes your friends and your, and your family saying shit to you. I mean, that... that Stuff cuts deep. You got to learn to have thick skin and tune people out. Other people's opinion of you is really none of your business. It's not that you're not going to so much give a fuck. It's like you want to give as few fucks as possible. You want to let it affect you as little as possible. I had to tell my friend he was creeping this one girl out because he was so stuck on messaging her and then calling her out for dating again even though they were separated for months. Remember, this guy, a guy that's doing that, he's got his mentality of, of the way he sees the world. And so he's constantly playing that out day in and day out. That's why nothing changes for him. I wanted to slap him senseless because I was so ashamed someone I cared for, like a brother, could behave like this. You know, it's just like a drug addict. It's like you can't help somebody that's got a drug or an alcohol problem until they recognize they got a problem themselves and they want to help themselves. You know, maybe some point your buddy gets tired of having drama and failing and will be open to reading my book. But the reality is most people won't. They, they just simply won't do it. And, you know, you you can bless them and you can love them, but you got to kind of manage the distance and... Hang out with other people who are going to lift you higher because all this guy is going to do is be a giant fucking boat anchor around your neck. Another guy is an avid rock climber and I later discovered now in his early 40s, he still lives with his parents and girls run from him after a few meetings. Probably at, that, at this point, his parents probably enable his behavior. They coddled him their whole lives. And it's easy to stay at home and live with mom and dad. It's hard to get out there and take risks and go fucking kick ass and slay the dragons and take risks and risk failure and risk being laughed at and joked about and sneered at. Both of these guys I really cared about, so I shared your work with them. But because they didn't even bother to read it, I felt they had no choice other than to walk away not wanting to support their beta behavior. You did them a favor. It's like you tried to help them. You tried to bring them along with you. And the reality is, is everybody that's watching this video or listening to it in podcast form, we all have people like this in our lives. And 
you can love them and you can want the best for them, but it's like you shouldn't care more about other people's success than they do. That's reality. It's like if they're open to being helped, great. But if not, it's like sometimes you got to leave people like just behind. I had, I got a friend that I love to death. He was a great guy. He was a handsome dude. They had lots of pretty girls. But when he drank, he turned into a monster and he wanted to fucking fight everybody. And he went after his parents with a fucking knife when we were 19 years old and he got arrested. And that was his first introduction to being arrested. And he spent many years in prison because he got drunk one night and rear-ended a couple and they their car spun off and the car wrecked and he killed both of them. And I heard from him last summer. I hadn't talked to him in years. He's He got out and he wanted to get together and hang out. And then I didn't hear from him, you know, after, after that. And then I later heard he's back in jail again because he started fucking drinking again. It's like... You know, I I can't help him. He's just fucking pissed his life away. If he's going to do that, he's going to do that. It's not my problem. It's not my fault. I, I still, you know, he's, I still love him. But, you know, I can't do anything to help the guy. He's unwilling to help himself. You know, you got to let people like that go. The guy, the guy had, came from a wealthy family. He had every fucking advantage. Good looking, smart. And he was just fucking alcoholic. So this is only a couple examples, but I now look at men differently and only spend time with fellow alphas to save myself the stress and heartache of passively being brought down to their sad, depressing, hopeless, self-victimized beta level. It is what it is, man. You got to live your life. You got to have fun. It's the whole point of living is to enjoy the fuck out of it. These guys were also sometimes needy for my time and or support, but unable to truly support me as they had no great vision for themselves or drive to achieve it, preventing true heart-to-heart -heart communication and fun-fulfilling interactions. Yeah, I know the type. They're like, they're energy vampires. They want you to be there for them, but when you're going through a difficult time, they don't want to be fucking bothered. You know, it's like Oprah says, it's like everybody wants to ride in your limo, but a true friend will take the bus with you when your limo's broken down. He says, I would walk away tired, drained, or disheartened. I know how you feel. You know, I cut a lot of those people loose in my 20s. I want to let any guy who comes across your work know, read the fucking book 10 to 15 times and stop being a weak little boy. Let your balls drop and stand tall as a firm, healthy alpha male for yourself and all the people around you. It is our birthright to be powerful men. Together, we will positively impact the world. Hoorah. Thank you again, Coach. My apologies for the extra words. It was like, those are great words, man. Thanks for sharing your success story. And if you're watching this and you got a great success story or you got a, a question uh, that you'd like for me to consider answering in a video newsletter, keep it 500 words or less and send it to questions at understandingrelationships.com. That's questions at understandingrelationshipswithans.com. And if you'd like to get my help personally, you can go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page and book a coaching session. And once again, both my books, Mastering Yourself and How to Be a 3% Man, you can read the digital versions for free on my website, understandingrelationships.com by subscribing to the email newsletter. And also on my website, you can click the links to do an audible free trial and you can get the audiobooks for free. So it costs you nothing to get my information. 
So if you're watching this, obviously you're a high achieving person or you want to become a high achieving person. I promise you, if you apply the things in my books and what you see in these videos and you hear in the podcast, it will help you. And until then, I will talk to you soon.